so we're we're doing like the the grim and gritty version of fun characters and fun version of gritty characters this week, right? This is the one that we're doing. I yeah. I believe so. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Because I've got a really good pitch for Speedball. It's like, what if Speedball had like a bunch of spikes inside his costume that made him feel pain, and that's what made him uh, use his powers. I'm calling wow. it the best idea ever. Uh, I hate to break it to you. Uh. I know it's I too good an idea, and you're I afraid that Marvel's going to steal it. But don't worry; they would never do something yeah, that I, cool and edgy. Trust me. I don't think so. Think it's going to be they fine. Already stole it. You know, Guys, look, they what? already stole it. Well, then I don't have anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like if you and Marvel got into this, it would be a real civil war about uh, who who owns the rights to this. Oh, idea. it's not going to be civil. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use all sorts of curse words <laughs> because you're edgy. You better, you better fucking believe it. <gasps> well, but you know, if they did steal it from you, they better uh, better give penance for that. That's right. I think so. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to do this speedball. Speedball was the forgiving type, but he's gone. This may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Zero issues coming podcast. Zero issues coming podcast. Excelsior! Welcome to the show, everybody. Hey, welcome. Yeah. Uh, my name my name is Kyle. That's my name. I, I will wear it out, Kyle. Nice to see you, Kyle. I'm Bri, by the way. Thank you. Hi, Bri. <gasps> Who's this guy? I Who's am this Merc. other guy here? My, yeah! My, my name. My name is Merc. His Ooh. name is Merc, and he's here to say that his name is Merc. He'll say it all day. All day today. Yeah. Yeah. We're identifiable on this podcast now, which is uh, a great idea after all that speedball. Let's roll. Yeah, here's what you know what our voices sound like. And here's right. what the what's the news sounds like. It sounds a little something like this. Current Zero News Flash. All right. A very big news, or, you know, news of a sort. You know, Dark Horse. Dark Horse Comics. I feel like they've been... Uh, they were recently They've acquired, I guess. Stuff. They've lost a lot yeah. of stuff. They're sort of shifting around, but they have mm-hmm. a new, uh, I guess there's a new imprint or a new uh, imprint or they're like publishing yeah, on Dark behalf Wars of really like... do imprints? Uh, you know, apparently they are now uh, because okay. uh, Mr. Kevin Smith, who we're all <gasps> familiar with, is starting um, an imprint. He's starting like a comic line at Dark Horse uh, called, surprise, surprise, Secret Stash Press. And so it's going to be... <laughs> I'm sorry, Kyle. Like it's, <laughs> it's Fam- famous Jersey model Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Backward hat enthusiast Kevin Smith. Oh, um, snooty bushes. Um, so this is starting off in in fall the, of this year uh, with a, a comic called Masquerade, which is going to be an eight issue series about a masked vigilante. Um, not much else has been said about it. It's going to be, I guess, like an original concept, uh, and we'll, you know, they'll all come out on time and it'll get finished. Um, as well, there's going to be an anthology book, an ongoing anthology book called, surprise, surprise, Quick Stops, which is, uh, mm-hmm. it's a set in his view Askew universe, um, and it, there'll be like, you know, it might not be him all the time, it'll be multiple creators just telling like little short anthology stories with characters and people in that world. Every character would be like, I'm not even supposed to be in this comic yeah, today. Exa- oh, yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, and there will be other comics coming from other creators down the line. So, mm. uh, so that's coming from Dark Horse. Interesting. This year. Interesting. From what I'm told. But by the I'm internet. sure. I'm sure it'll happen. Yep. Look, Scott Mosier needs work too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Flanagan will be drawing everything. Literally everything. Do it, Doug! Yeah. Oh, okay. So next off, it's, it's sort of news. It, it happened recently at the time of recording. The SAG Awards were on, uh, pretty recent. It was like right. the end of February. So it's not like the super, super newest thing, but it's thought it was worth mentioning because, uh, Michael Keaton, Michael mm-hmm. Keaton is back, baby, and he's in like every comic movie. He's the vulture. He's, <laughs> in Morbius, for God's sake. He's going to be in The Flash, and he's going to be in Batgirl. He's, he's, uh, Batman is back, baby. He's going to be Batman in as many movies, like, in the next, like, year or so than he was prior to this. So that's kind of nuts. So come on, come on, let's get nuts. All right. You want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts! (laughs) So he won a, uh, a SAG award. That's the Screen Actors Guild Award for, um... I think Dope Sick that he was in. Um, so the, uh, who, I think it was, uh, Selma Hayek was presenting and like announced that he won. And then there was like nobody knew where he was. He wasn't, there was no response. He was just sort of standing there awkwardly like, ah, is he coming? And then he like runs in the room saying that he was in the bathroom. It's like, you don't have to <laughs> I think say anything. Says, like, he's in the bathroom. You don't have to say that <laughs> so he literally misses it because he's in the. Why? You're an actor. Yeah, I know. So he, uh, so he like, he runs in the room. He comes in, in zipping up. Yeah. yeah, he says, like, a quick trip to the men's room, so he comes running in, and he, like, sits on the, there's, like, stairs going up, but instead he, like, sits on the stage and sort of, like, rolls on instead of, like, going up the stairs. I don't know if he thought that was quicker, or he's just a wild card. And yeah, and then he's just sort of, like, he goes up there, and he's saying, oh, this is an honor, but he's sort of, you know, he was sort of saying that uh, award shows, he was, like, really expressed his uh, appreciation for being able to do what he does, and being able to, like, be a part of expressing optimism in the world, especially right now with art, but it was also saying how, like, also awards are pretty self-serving and narcissistic, and he was just talking about kind of unrest in the world, I think in general, and massive inequity in the world, he specified a couple of times, and he said something, too, like, everyone was talking about, like, shut up and act. He's like, the acting, I'll quit. The shutting up, not so much. And everyone kind of cheered and stuff. And he was talking a lot. He did acknowledge, again, like, uh, Zelensky in Ukraine about being, again, like, another actor, comedian who's actually kind of stepped mm-hmm. up to a massive crisis. And how he, like, he just, he was really rapid fire. A lot of thoughts that he was having in that, at I that feel time. like every time I've ever heard him speak, just yeah. in an interview, it's always rapid fire. Yeah. I feel like he's got like a manic energy that's works. just so. Yeah. it's amazing. Like you, you never know what you're going to get from the guy, and that's incredible. <laughs> yep. And I cannot wait for him to be Batman again. Come on. Um, <laughs> and he also, again, like he, he he also referenced that he lost some family to uh, to I believe like prescription drugs, uh, including a nephew of his, and he got very emotional. And his sister, I believe, and uh, and about the opioid crisis and about making that dope sick movie about how meaningful that was. So it was just, I just want to recommend everybody watch that, um, acceptance speech because it's, it's goes to so many places and it's so emotional and it's so Michael Keaton and, uh, Hey, we like the guy. We wish him well. He's going to make it. And last but not least. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be Batman, like two Batman movies a year. We know, we know. Last but not least, uh, this is not like a news bit. I got off like a news site. This is just something that I noticed that I want to announce here. Um, a couple of new series that have popped up um, that I've been reading, both from the issue two that I, I recently got just this week. She-Hulk has a new series. Yeah. I got She-Hulk number two by Rainbow Rowell and uh, Roger Antonio. 
And Silver Surfer Rebirth, number two. Oh. Um, so this is Ron Mars and Ron Lim drawing Ooh. Silver Surfer. I, it's pretty fun. Oh, wow. It's pretty fun. That's cool. But in both of these, well, I'll give you a little, like, She-Hulk, basically, it's like she's jumping back yeah. into her law practice stuff and and uh, Jan- Janet Van Dyne helps her out and it's like formula. here you can have my, your old penthouse like my old penthouse that you can use again I, I stacked it full of clothes and you know that kind of because uh, I guess Jennifer Walters is we're definitely the same size yeah is, well <laughs> no but like I, I pick stuff out for you kind of thing right, right, um sure. But unstable molecule. I guess She Hulk uh, is a little down on her luck and trying to like bounce back a bit. Um, Silver Surfer. This one has uh, Silver Surfer and Thanos. Uh, Somebody apparently has stolen the reality gem Mm -hmm. from Thanos. He was the keeper of it from after Infinity Watch. Uh, Somebody stole it and they are trying to wield it, but they don't really know how. They're slowly learning. So, like, reality keeps changing. So Thanos battles Surfer, but then is like, I'm trying to get your help because I trust you. Let's go find out who stole this from me and defeat them sort of thing. Hmm. But uh, at the end of She-Hulk 1 and then all through She-Hulk 2 and then at the end of Silver Surfer 2, the same character pops up who has not been in anything in forever. Really? the Jack of Hearts. Well, he was dead, right? He was Last time I checked, he was dead. He was dead, and like, and I can't. Is this somebody messing with reality? In, so that's interesting. I, I'm not even sure. They kind of. Well, Ooh. apparently, whoever has the reality stone has Jack of Hearts. Like, there's just one page where, like, Jack of Hearts is like, "Yes, I'll do whatever you want," and it's going to do this bad person's bidding. Hmm. Um, well, I'm sure we'll, in the next one we'll find out who. Um, in She-Hulk, at the end of She-Hulk one, she like opens the door and or something and. Uh, Basically, like a half-defeated Jack of Hearts is there. So, like all of issue two is just her talking to Jack of Hearts and trying to figure out what's going. Because at the end, it's what everyone I, wants. I don't. I yeah, well, I don't. I always liked yeah. the character who's just like a weird character that just popped yeah. in for a while, and then yeah. he was used every once in a while. He was killed off presence, several times. Like it's yeah, he's interesting, but he's basically like a mm. nuclear reactor that's just always going, and it's. And they talk for about some, it. In- who, for some reason, dresses like that. <laughs> well, I mean, are you going to tell them how to dress? Yeah. Uh, she, well, it's his, his containment suit that... No, I know. <laughs> but yeah, he just he's back and he's changed a little bit. He never needed to consume food or drink water. But all of a sudden, he's like, pizza. I want, I want pizza. I want to eat. And he's drinking. And he's like, I don't need to drink, though. Why am I drinking? And he can't really remember what happens. He just kind of woke up somewhere on a spaceship or something and somebody was like draining him of fuel and he had enough power to burst out and fly off and he or is that all made up when he died in the right. la- the last time he died was right in front of she-hulk so he was like i just yeah who then went crazy and tore vision in half yeah like zoomed in on you to oh, try yeah. to help me so makes sense that's but he got disassembled and right. yeah <laughs> yeah I want to. Jack of Hearts is back, baby. They're gonna go on a, a double date with uh, with Wanda and Vision. It's gonna be very awkward. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will. Do that issue, if, if it does happen, I will definitely buy that issue as well. Yeah. And Hawkeye is the waiter. Things aren't going good. And Wonder Man is just peering into the yeah, window. Yeah, he's. No one likes you. <laughs> no one likes you. He got kicked out of that restaurant the night before, and then well, he's not allowed to come back in. And that. 
was the news. Welcome to the warm up. Uh, so I have a weird thing that'll probably be a quick thing, which is good, because uh, let's keep it quick. Um, sometimes the warm-up is just something insane and random. Uh, I was thinking, I was literally driving around, I think, running some errands the other day, and for some reason my brain was thinking about fighting games, uh, and also hmm. thinking about, like, you know, how Marvel, you know, they kind of, like, the Marvel vs. Capcom and all, like, the Capcom Marvel fighting games, like, back in the day, it's kind of, the latest release was kind of disappointing to a lot of people and was missing a lot so the release before that they've they've recently like modders have gone in and added a bunch of characters and it like oh cool they like cyclops is in the game now uh wow they like they probably 20 characters in total you should look this up i was i was gonna talk about it a little while ago but it's now's not the time it looks great mega man x is in the game now and he's awesome cool so I was thinking, like, ah, oh, you know, they should, like, really, I really wish that they would do, bring sort of that back and kind of do it justice this time. Especially now, because at the time there was a lot of, like, they left out a lot of characters very specifically that were mm-hmm. owned by Fox. Or the rights were owned by Fox, so it felt very spiteful. And now I'm like, well, none of that is, they ha- they got everything now. Yeah. So, I mean, like, but then I was thinking, like, well, and I was also thinking about Doctor Strange, because that's coming out and there's, like, trailers all the time. And I'm like, what if instead they went Darkstalkers with it? A little bit and kind of did like a spin off that's Marvel. The Darkstalkers was more, uh, like kind of horror based. Yeah, there, there was, was a like Frankenstein a and game. a Dracula and a Succubus and a Kill yeah, Man yeah, yeah. and so on. So I'm like, okay, well, to do that maybe, like maybe that's what they need as a refresh because I feel like that kind of, you know, kind of did like a different thing and it did, had like kind of a different, it was similar to like other Capcom fighting games, but it had like a spookier style and more magic stuff yeah. or like something like yep. a, like a blaze blue or it's like very visually in- insane, but it's still got that 2D classic style to right. it. They just go completely over the top in a magic spooky way. So I'm like, all right, I just had a thought like, let's, I would just like to, what I would like to see them do would be uh, kind of a Doctor Strange base or like a magical demonic kind of specifically it's all marvel but like you dig deep into that stuff and that could be like a you know i just wanted to like throw that that'd be a fun idea could you do a gigantic game full of characters full of just marvel characters from that world and i think you could and absolutely it oh, appeared yeah. like again you got Doc- dr strange scarlet witch obviously wong clea Mordo. you do like everyone from like dr strange obviously can they have like different kinds of magical powers that would be visually different i mean man thing has to be in there for sure yeah, man thing yeah yep. Uh, you could do you could do a man wolf really if you yeah. wanted to get into that cap stuff, wolf you. cap wolf absolutely oh xe you know and that could be like an unlockable cap wolf cap cap wolf is in that game by the way they they, they did add cap wolf to that game that's one of the characters yes. that got modded did in. They? Yeah. oh my god yeah 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 sweet i mean like blade you got morbius you got uh you know dr doom and loki Mm-hmm. No magic, so they could be in the mix too. Like uh, magic with a K, of course. You got course. Wiccan. You got yeah. like America Chavez, Hellstrom. Man, like this is you could you could bring in the whole Iron Fist mythos because you all could. those characters from that Matt Fraction run, they're all mystical based. Well, there there is that like that sort of that sort of XCOM looking game that's that sort of Marvel magic related. And it's got Blade, it's got okay. Doctor Strange, and it's got some new character who, you know, hmm. everyone's wearing, hmm. like, yellow and black. Uh, oh. I don't remember what it's called. It might be called Darkhold or something like that. But it's it's this Marvel game that's okay. coming out sometime in the next year that's sort of a squad Is based. it, like, a mobile thing, or is it, like, a game no, game? No, it's, it's, a, it's a game game. What? 
this is real. Oh, cool. I, don't even, I don't even know what I it's pick- called, but it's it's not a fighting game. But <laughs> what? yes, I I mean always, I not a fight, always more thing. fighting games, please. Oh, we need more fighting games. Like hell, I want Doctor Druid in here. I want yeah Nico from Runaways. But, like, there's so many characters. But Druid Shumagorath, baby, bring him back. Druid can't do anything. He just keeps getting his ass kicked. Yeah, in every one of them. It's well, just there's a always a joke character, the right? There's like a drunken fighter, yeah. or there's like a Dan Hibiki kind of a character that's kind mm-hmm. of a joke, and that could be Doctor Druid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I want it like again 2D. Like I want like you know proper like the palette swaps. There's so many different color combinations that these characters have had. I mean, like just go for it in an old school, over the top, crazy fighting game and. uh I just the idea was in my head, and I just wanted to say it out loud. Like um, it. So the game is called Marvel's Midnight Suns. S U N S, though. Well, okay. Anyway, that makes sense because of the whole game. connection, the stuff they're planning on with Blade and mm-hmm. Moon Knight and all that. Yep. But it's like it's got okay. Blade, it's got Ghost Rider, but it's also got like Iron Man, Wolverine, you know, Magic, Ow. Captain America. But it, it is, it does seem sort of mystic-y, but it's not all the way there. Yeah, I don't, I want to yep. just, just that part of the world. Like, I yeah. don't, you don't need Wolverine, you don't need Spider-Man don't. or Iron Man. You don't. They're, they're no help to you here. You just need crazy, magical, spooky, occulty stuff. And that's it. And that's what I would like to see. And uh, it's a beautiful dream. And I just wanted to share it with you, the listener. Thanks. And and us <laughs> us too, right? We got to hear it too. Yeah, you know, yeah, like also it. you. Also you, Kyle. I like magic combos. And especially you, Merc. And especially Kyle. What the f***? So, this week, uh, celebrating absolutely nothing, uh, we are... We're, we're sort of flipping some of our, our, you know, typical grim and gritty and angry and scary superheroes or supervillains into, into nice fun guys. And, you know, some of our, our lighthearted, jolly, uh, jokey characters into very mm. serious men and women and who do very serious things. And you, this isn't for, this isn't for kids. You better put your kids away because they're going to be scared by this comic dot com. It's rated X. That's right. It's rated M for, mmm, you better fucking not watch this one. Sit your kids in front of the TV or a device. They don't be reading. That's no. right. Rated for M for mmm. They need more yep. screen time and less. Well, if they're reading a comic on a screen, it's a different kind of screen time. Screen time. <laughs> There's the oh. M. <laughs> Who wants to take first step? I, I'll, I'll go first. Yeah. So I've got a very okay. serious character, a very, he's, you know, he's maybe not the darkest, but he's always been a, a very serious sort of character, and that's Craven the Hunter, and I want to mm. make him Craven the Funter. You know, he's... <laughs> the Funter? Yeah, he's a Funter. The Punter? He's a fun hunter. He's a punter. He's a fun hunter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'm looking for fun so, you know, like, in all the wrong places. Who wants to play laser tag? Craven does not hate animals. He loves animals. Like, he's got this cool cat vest uh, that I don't think is made of an actual lion's face. It's just because he likes lions so much. Uh, it's just, it's Garfield. It's a That's Garfield right. thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. But, you know, he you know he, he does hunt, but it's all catch and release. And he's not using rifles. He's, you know, he's, he's catching these things with his bare hands. But it's really, it's just... He's catching them with hugs! It's just like hide-and-seek or tag to him. He's just... You know, he's catching him. He's like, I got you. I got you this time. Maybe next time you'll get me, but maybe not because I'm sneaky. 
I'm craving the fudster. And like, you know, he's he died, he came back, now he's like immortal, and he's like, well, you know, what can I do? I already did the thing that I wanted to do, but now I'm I'm still yeah. here. Uh, I you know I bested Spider Man. I showed that I was superior to him, um, and now I've got the rest of time. So if I'm here and I'm not going anywhere, I may as well have a good time and enjoy it, and you know be a friend to the animals and and well, he's here a- for a good time and a long time. Mm. So have a good time. Oh, and, you know, he he can he yeah, can have like, like a, a mobile base that's like an ark where he's got two of every animal that he you know he protects them from poachers. <laughs> uh, he's he's like he's kind of a you know happy bombastic character like like Hercules or like uh, Brave and the Bold's version of Aquaman. Love it. Where he's just like nice. Craven's here. He's I'd be down for DiMaggio uh, John DiMaggio voicing this as well. Yeah. I like it. Pay and that's, I mean, that's, that's sort of all there is to it. Also, also, I think he should be horny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. He's, he's, he's like rhino horny? horny. No. Yeah. Like, well, well, like, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, when he, whenever he teams up with the rhino, then, uh, he's let like, your imaginations run can wild. I, can I ride you? Please. <laughs> Just go, oh, completely black pages. Like just we can't even print this. To say nothing R- of when he, me, wow. To say nothing of when he teams up with Maggot. Oh. oh. Okay, I'm going to take this over. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I wish you would. Okay, I'm going to go the other way and go my light character going grim. So we took a light character. I took Richie Rich. Okay. Mm. Uh, that, that famous young oligarch. Um, <laughs> but... I, I wanted to make this a film. Yeah. And it's uh, done by David Cronenberg. Okay. So it's body horror rich kind of thing um, where the basic premise of the film would be a new kid moves into the rich neighborhood and slowly kind of uncovers the truth behind the rich family, exactly what's going on. Um, Richie Rich's parents made some sort of deal with Satan and Big Pharma and kfc or something all three of them um and all three of them because it's the trifecta Mm. um they were well they were investors in early kfc um and early hell and just created their kid they're kind of (laughs) they made that bucket thing i want a failure pile in a sadness blow and made this uh through science and supernatural means richie rich hasn't aged at all, in, in case he's actually kind of gone backwards in okay. age, uh, so he's actually the rich patriarch. Oh. He's actually twenty eight, two hundred years he's old, a Benjamin Button. and his parents are his kids. Uh, and he runs the family, and a lot of weird stuff behind the scenes. Cadbury, who was the butler, he's a zombie like butler, and the muscle in the family is the high priest. He has Casper trapped in a salted pentagram in the basement, <laughs> drawing energy from mm-hmm. him. Could be a, like a picture of Dorian Gray sort of thing, because like, and that's why he he's over time he's come to look more and more like Casper. Exactly, exactly. So that's basically what I got. Is that I like it, and I'm terrified of it. It's better. I had a Richie Rich idea, but yours is better. So I'm scratching it out. Oh, it's well, I was, gone. <laughs> I was thinking it would be like a I know what you did last summer yeah. meets people under the stairs meets get out sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, no, totally meets meets. Society. I want to watch that movie. Um, mine is sort of, I don't think it's something that actually directly has happened at all. You know, like, they have a lot of stuff like ex-babies, 
It's for lightening up, for something being lightened up. Yeah. up. They're like yeah. ex-babies and like little cutesy, like Scotty Young mm. versions of like characters. And I know that like Scotty Young has done little like kind of kid eyes, chibi versions of these characters in a way, but uh, mine is, is uh, Carnage. But uh, it's sort of like. It's sort of like a. Kid uh, Carnage? It's minimum Carnage. With Kid Carnage, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like Calvin and Hobbes, but it's, uh, Cletus and, uh, Cletus and Carnage, where he's uh, possessed by the symbiote, and he's not, you know, he's like a, he's a, he's a, he's a scamp, who's a bit of a, he's got a harder edge than, like, a Dennis the Menace, but, you know, maybe not with the killing so much, but a lot of signs being like, is this kid gonna be a serial killer? But you, you sort of skirt that line. So he's just getting into, like, you know, some obnoxious stuff, and he's got this symbiote that, like, you know, only comes out when no one else is around, sort of influencing him, but, uh, who, you know, he's like yep. a cosmic being that's, like, ageless, but also, like, crazy, but in a, in a fun, goofy little way where he just gets into crazy mishaps, uh, and suitable for the Sunday newspaper. <laughs> I like that a lot, like actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Good. So it's just a little cutesy, but, like, I feel like they haven't, they've sort of done it, because I feel like, again, you got those Scotty Young drawings, and I mean, like, really, you could just have him do this, because that would be right up his alley. And there was, like, a kid Carnage, I think, like, uh, in, like, the Spider-Girl comics, her little brother got possessed by the Carnage symbiote at one time, so that has some, but I mean, like, sometimes it sort of takes on a life of its own, and I'm like, get to that point, go for it, why yeah. not at this point, yep, it's yep. 2022, give us Kid Carnage. Love it. And that's all I have to say, it writes yeah. itself. All right, and and for for my uh, for my lighthearted one who goes dark, I mean, what could mm. be more grim than a than a very grim and gritty Ben Grimm? Ben Ooh, Grimmest, no. not Grimmest. Grimmest, <laughs> Grim Grimmest. He turns uh, purple. No, so like you know, have have a new thing solo book, a good one. Uh, you know, the current one is oh. it's fine. It's you know what? It's better than anything I ever wrote for Marvel. The current one, really? Yeah. I read that. The solo one? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so bad. I know, but it's still, it's better than anything that I've done for Marvel, so. <laughs> like, I saw some covers, and I'm like, okay, neat, and I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. I like the art. Yeah, yeah, the art's really nice. I read the first two, and I was like, this is so bad. Like, doesn't make sense bad. Yeah, uh, not very not great. Anyway, sorry. Anyway. Sorry, um, go ahead. I, I mean, very short. I just like the idea of, of the thing being being on solo adventures and, you know, jumping from rooftops and lots of Frank Miller-esque sort of art, uh, very heavy shadows and, have, you know, black and white. And, you know, just a lot of him saying stuff about, like, my city. <laughs> but it's the <laughs> my, thing. My, yeah. So yeah. It, it's almost like the tick where it's like, you know, I'm uh, now I'm serious. And it's like, but you're, what are you talking yeah. about? You're wrecking the rooftops by jumping rooftop to rooftop. No, it's fine. What happened to your voice? It sounds a little gravelly. <laughs> um, nice. I want like, the Yancey Street gang to be like, you know, the Dark Knight Returns mutant gang yeah. where he just has to like brutally fight them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just brutally violent. I mean, the no Moloids already have those sort of visors. He just That's beats true. the shit That's out true. of them. That's true. You got it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, damn. And then he gets on a horse and breaks that horse's back. <laughs> oh. oh, God. It's like dropping a boulder onto a horse. Yeah. Gross. It's very much like that. Yeah. Ugh. And that the paste pot Pete, uh, a grim paste pot Pete, uses the horse. <laughs> and that gets five Batman uh -huh, out of five. Yeah. Um, okay, so for my grim and dark to light one mm -hmm. um the character i have chosen is goro 
Oh, yeah. um, Thank you. He's defeated in battle. You're welcome. He's <sighs> defeated in battle and is banished into another dimension by Shao Kahn. Uh, he awakens to, to discover he is a small plastic toy in a child's bedroom. Yes, it is Goro Toy Story. Uh, it's a Pixar film. And uh, through the love of a child, he sees that violence for violence sake is not the way. Uh, Shao Kahn attempts to break into this universe and the new ever tiny mm. uh, Goro and the child Goro. Def- de- yeah, yeah, yeah. They de- defeat uh, Shao Kahn and in the end turn Khan into a toy. So then mm. he's in this universe now and also a toy and may try to still cause a little trouble. That could be part two. It always opens it up right yeah. at the end there for a possible sequel. But uh, yeah, but just picture like a toy that's like the forearm mm. Goro. I would love now, that. Now, does he get a shirt in this one? No. Oh, I want to see how that would work. Just a, a, a vest with extra <laughs> holes on the side. <laughs> oh, maybe the, the kid makes a little shirt and Paul. Yeah, it's just yeah. like it's one of those shirts where you, like, just, you cut off the sides and there's no sides to it. I could never. I don't have the confidence for one of those, but you know who does? Goro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is wonderful. I love it. It also makes me like, hey, Todd McFarlane, where the hell is our Goro toy? Come on, man. Yeah. Hurry up. Please. Hurry up. Yep. You haven't done it yet? Get out of here. Yeah, don't give me another spawn toy in a Mortal Kombat line. Like, I don't want more spawn toys. That was a pretty good spawn, though, I gotta say. I don't say. care. Uh... I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't when, when there's fair. like That's when there's fair. eight spawn toys and one baraka, so I can't get the freaking baraka. It's I don't want spawn. Yeah, yeah I ain't know. got no jacks yet. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I want Goro. I want jacks. I want Sonya Blade. Come on. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm gonna get Grim, but not not Ben Grim. Okay. No more Mister Nice Thing. Please do. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a brother's Grim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna grim grim up Squirrel Girl. Uh, what am gonna do? So she's obviously the most light-hearted character ever. She's just like she's unbeatable. She has she's a got nuts. army of squirrels at her friends. Yeah, she gets nuts. But this time she gets nuts. Come on, let's get nuts. She is the squirrel who laughs. The squirrel who chitters. Yeah, yeah, the squirrel went. Oh, God. She realizes over time that the more and more development, like, urban development is encroaching on more and more green spaces, that, like, her squirrel friends, she seems to have less and less of them uh, over time. And Let's just, go, squirrel friends! Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. She's, on, she's on Drag Race. It's great. Uh, <laughs> the neck really sold it for me. She's a host. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So as she, as she realizes it more and some squirrels that she's friends with, you know, uh, and I think they've even tried to touch on grimness with this before in some ill-advised, probably 20 years ago comics, and mm-hmm. let's forget it. Uh, but I'm doing it as a joke. Um, anyway, so she's driven mad with grief as as her squirrel friends are, are dropping off and she's losing them and she realizes that, like, this delicate balance for urban, uh, like, urban animals, basically animals that live in cities and stuff like that, urban wildlife, um, are being like more and more kind of driven out and or just dying because of like nonstop development and expansion and building up and green spaces disappearing in cities. Um, and she just eventually just goes completely mad. Like they're complete. She, she sees them as being overlooked and unrespected by, uh, by this, this modern world. And she sees herself that way a bit. And she sort of falls further and further into this like grief and anger and uh, decides, you know what? I, I have power, though. We have power. We belong here, too. We're going to have to 
we're going to have to fight for ourselves. You know what I mean? we got to fight for our, our right to live in, in, in New York City, yep. to live in the city. So instead, she's, so she's uh, sending her squirrels to horribly murder all of, like, the developers and, like, the rich people that are that are ruining, basically, their environment and their city. Like, literally, like, squirrels just eating their eyes out of their heads in the most di- disgusting ways you can imagine. Completely and as a parody, And then making though. tiny little condos mm, in their borrowed Exactly. Assholes. There you go. Or like crawling in there, like in uh, Peacemaker. Well, this sounds like this sounds like a case for a pet detective. And who who better a pet detective than Craven the Hunter? And you know what? I'm just saying. I'm just Rematch. saying. Those two. He went light. He went light. She went dark. Mm-hmm. And then you can just do those team ups again in a completely opposite way. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think we did it. I think we did it. I think we nailed it. Such agility. Such grace. Truly pray worthy of Sergei Kravinov. But again, the problem with this idea is that you do it as like a parody, but uh, of these like grim dark books. But inevitably, uh, enough people would not get the parody and think that this is the better Squirrel Girl, and it would ruin the character forever. So <laughs> let's just not. Yeah, let's let's bury this episode in a in a treasure chest and sink it to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Um. The only other idea I had. Uh, was actually I had a few. Um, I'm just gonna rattle them off. We so got you do Marvel minutes. zombies, Marvel zombies, yeah. but a little a little Disney synergy. Instead, they they turn into like Cookie Monster versions, and it's completely done by the Henson Company. So if you get bitten by like Cookie Monster Spider Man, then Thor turns into Cookie Monster <laughs> Thor, and all the other. Uh, oh, I thought you meant like how he eats cookies. He's like eating people's. Yeah, it's all falling out of he's his face. He's literally, they're having like, the Avengers are having like a, like a bake sale to like raise money for charity or something. And then uh, bit by bit, they, on, on Sesame sale. Street, on Sesame Street bit, and the eh? whole set, there's cookies everywhere. And they keep turning into cookie monsters and like Kermit like, ah, running around like a... Like Kermit Iron Man or something, you know, uh, just uh-huh. have fun with it. They all, they all the start. Monsters. They all start singing and they sound like Tom Waits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Punisher, but instead of killing people, he just poops in their mailbox. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and what's that called? He's punishing. Them. I you don't want to. I that went out. a different direction when certain. you said poops in there. I was like, Ooh, okay. yeah. And uh, Old Man Logan. Right. But he's just basically like Ed Asner from Up. Poops in their mailbox. Ed Asner from Up, oh. kind of a cranky old man, Wolverine with the hair going like this and the claws that don't come out quite right. But just uh, R.I.P. Ed Asner, because if only you could have been here to actually see this through. Mm. And that's all I have. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> that was a, that was a fun one. I like that one. That was. That was all good. right. Let's sign off real quick. Real quick. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, my name is Kyle. You can check my stuff out at thekylelees.com. My name is Merck. You can find me at MerkAsylum.ca, M-E-R-K-A-S-Y-L-U-M. Merck on Facebook, uh, Merkanaut, like astronaut, on Insta. And I'm Bri Kotick. You can check out WelcomeToHereafter.com for uh, my comic. And my uh, Instagram handle is B-R-Y-K-O-T-Y-K. Thanks as ever to K. Preston Merkley, Ocean City Defender, for doing all the music that you hear throughout these episodes. He's the best. Yep, yep. He's the best. Rules. And, and you're the best for listening. The bees knees. You're the best for listening. Uh, if you like the show, you know, tell somebody about it or leave a review. It, it super helps us. We will, we'll talk at you next week.